you're listening to the Mental Detox Podcast, and I am your host, Leslie Flores. Hey, you guys. Welcome back. Thank you for joining in. If this is your first time, I hope that you enjoy it and that you come back for more. Today, um, there's this particular topic that I've had in mind for a while, and I always keep putting it off because I... I think that there's so much to it that I didn't know how to make it small enough to fit in just one episode. So this is my try because there is so much to it. And I just get really excited when I'm talking about it because it's been one of the tools that has really, really helped me shift my perspective and have a a different mindset in my life. And I hope that it becomes a really powerful tool for you as well. So every day we are in a battle, right? We are in a battle that starts in our minds and it manifests through our words. Thousands of thoughts are planted in us by our parents, our siblings, our friends, our professors, our colleagues, by everyone, by the media, by social media, everything around us. And these thoughts, you know, have been in our minds for years. I mean, since we were born, everything that was around us, everything that we saw outside of us, it influenced how we process those thoughts. And so our personality and our narrative, our story kind of developed ever since. These thoughts eventually become our beliefs. And they shape the way we see the world, the way we see people. So they become a part of us. These beliefs become the words that we speak about ourselves and about people that we talk to. And these words define our actions. So let me say that again. Ever since we're born, Everything around us influences our thoughts, right? They Everything from our parents, our siblings, everyone around us, our thoughts become influenced by the interaction that we have with these individuals. So these thoughts eventually become our core beliefs, and that shapes how we see the world. And these beliefs then become our words. The way we speak the way we speak about ourselves and the things that we have to say about other people, those are reflection of those beliefs. And so these words define our actions or at least influence our actions to a certain degree. So these stories that we tell ourselves, they create the basis of our personality. So the stories you tell yourself about your life create the basis of your personality. How you understand your own story informs not only your current actions, but also the goals that you focus on in the future. So we have this story playing in the background, okay? Kind of like a narrator, someone who is speaking our life to us. And these stories that are happening internally in our mind that are completely invisible to everyone around us, These stories are creating, are shaping the way we see ourselves, are shaping our personality, 
And therefore, it's shaping our actions and shaping our future goals. Every word that you say is creating a narrative. It's creating the story of your life. So every word, every thought you've ever had about yourself and every word you've ever spoken about yourself has somehow created this narrative, this book, this story of your life. And just like in any book, you can write whatever you want, right? If you are the author of your book, you're going to be able to write whatever you want. And this happens internally in a way that we are not aware of, but our personality, our actions, our words become influenced by the things that we believe about ourselves, that everything we say, everything we believe, every everything we put out is creating that narrative of who we are, creating the story of our life. And the stories we tell ourselves definitely matter because they make a difference in how we think about who we are and the way that we structure our lives. So these beliefs that you had, these thoughts that have been you know, planted in your mind, the things that you speak about yourself, they all come to make a difference in how you are and how you structure your life. Often the stories we tell ourselves, they ignore how brave we are how resourceful we are, or how funny and how wise we are. Too often, our stories neglect the healing and the growth that is possible, and we continue to live and think the negative stories that we've been feeding ourselves. And although we're not just the stories we tell about ourselves, our narrative our story, our internal story has a huge impact in our identity. So everything you tell yourself about you has an impact in who you are because it impacts how you behave, how you carry yourself. Some of us live our entire lives believing that we are timid, that we are fearful, doubtful, that we are controlling, that we are jealous, and we have all of these adjectives to describe ourselves. But those words are simply part of the narrative that we believe about ourselves. Yeah, you may have, you know, fearful tendencies, or you may have controlling tendencies, jealousy tendencies. You know, you may overreact when something happens to you. You may doubt you know, some of your friendships, you may be very timid in particular situations, but that is not who you are. Because in the end, you are more than the narrative. You are more than the stories that you believe about yourself. And this is where it gets really, really tricky, okay? Because when someone asks you to describe yourself, So we'll start with our occupation, right? Well, I am a nurse and I am very lovable and I like to do this and that. So we use adjectives. We use these words to describe who we are, to describe our identity, when in fact, 
those words, those tendencies are just a part of us, but they don't determine who we are. This is where it kind of became groundbreaking for me because one thing I used to say about myself and it was really powerful for me, but not in a positive way. It was very condescending that I was bossy, okay, that I am bossy. And I wasn't the only one telling myself that. I had heard that from other people around me calling me bossy, saying that I was a very bossy person. So eventually, those words became part of my narrative. Being bossy, bossy and controlling, it became part of my narrative. It became part of who I honestly believed that I was. I was a bossy and controlling person. And although it could be very positive, right, that you're bossing, you're controlling, it means you've got your stuff together and boom, 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 you get things done. To me, it felt super condescending because I saw myself as this very rigid, kind of careless about other people and very selfish person. So every time someone said that I was bossy, it triggered those parts of me that saw myself as being rigid, as being just caught up in my own world and not really caring about others. And it really made me react whenever someone referred to me as being bossy. But it became so ingrained in my brain that I started acting on that feature. I started acting more bossy because, well, if you're going to call me bossy, then I'm going to be bossy. I'm going to show you what bossy looks like. And I started acting according to the narrative that had been given to me by other people, but I was so fused with it that I couldn't see past it anymore. It became, you know, one of those things that I was now proving to people that, yes, I am bossy and I am controlling, so what? Eventually, it got really tiring (laughs) because it was one of those stories that are always playing internally in your mind, and there was never rest. I could never rest from that narrative that was impacting my life in my personal relationships, at my workplace, and then just in general, because I had to live up to the narrative that I had created for myself based on other people's words. So the bossiness, the controlling, it didn't look cute. (laughs) It was not cute. And I remember when I started learning about the narrative changing our narrative, changing our stories and our internal stories about ourselves, I was having a really hard time breaking out of that controlling and that bossy mentality. I could not see myself as anything other than bossy and controlling. I could not. And this is the funny part. One time I was in my I I had a therapy session with my therapist and I said to her, I don't remember what exactly we were talking about, but one of my statements was, well, you know, I'm a very controlling person, 
that's why I do this and this and that. And when she um, tried to go into this aspect of the changing our narrative and, and really just changing my own story, it was so hard for me to see myself as anything else other than controlling and bossy. I just could not think of any other ways to see myself. And in that session, when we were going through, you know, my my tendencies, my controlling tendencies, my that that bossiness that comes out that gets triggered in me. When I was walking through some of the steps with my therapist and she kind of took off the table, you know, the controlling and the bossiness, and I had to describe myself with any other word except with those two, I could not. It was really hard and I felt so lost. It was like, like, what do you mean? I know, like, I don't know who I am if I'm not controlling or if I'm not bossy. I don't have an identity if it's not that. It was so shocking to me to see that these two words were so ingrained in my mind. I was completely fused with them that I didn't have an identity outside of them. And so everything I did, every single thing I did in life was determined by these two words. So my actions were always aligned with this narrative, with this story of myself that I believed. Of course, you know, fast forward a couple months later, I have learned to reflect on that. And of course, I I recognize that a lot of the controlling tendencies were actually being triggered, you know, um, because I was afraid of not being liked. Therefore, I've got to control things. And so therefore, I become very bossy. So there was something underneath, you know, those tendencies But I am not controlling and I am not bossy. Those are tendencies that sometimes are triggered, but they do not determine who I am. I don't have to live up to the expectation of being bossy and being controlling. And that is true today for you. You don't have to live according to the things that have been said about you or to the things that you say about yourself. You don't have to live up to those expectations. You can change the narrative of your story today. You can change how you act in certain situations. You don't have to continue to be that jealous girlfriend, you know, or that fearful person that is always afraid of stepping into new situations. You don't have to act according to the lies that you've been telling yourself. You don't have to. For me, that was groundbreaking because now I'm able to see myself as an assertive person because I can speak with confidence and I also communicate my needs accordingly. So that controlling and that bossiness, guess what? They have no power over me anymore because now I can see when that control is like kind of crippling in and I can see why it's coming in. And rather than being bossy, I can be assertive. I can speak confidently and I can communicate what I need from either other people or, you know, whatever it is that's happening. So 
You are not what you believe about yourself. You don't have to live up to those old expectations, to those old stories. You can change the narrative of who you are today. And you have to build your narrative by understanding how your experiences have shaped you. And that requires you to reflect, to be super honest with yourself and reflect and accept that there are some tendencies in you that are not the most appropriate, but that gives you information because it means that you're willing to accept those weak spots and commit to working on them so that you can transform them, so that you can change the narrative, so that you can change and be who you want to be. Our brain takes time to assimilate that new information, you know, and it requires you to practice it so that you can integrate it and so that you can write a new story of who you want to be. So what is your story? What part of your narrative needs to be changed today? I hope that you give that some thought and now give me Please give me some feedback. Let me know how this is helping you. And if you can, go ahead and drop a review or, you know, shoot me a comment on social media. And so until next time. Bye.